Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Okay, so before I introduce the guest, I want to ask you guys a quick favor. I promise it will only take a minute. If you can please go to iTunes, give me a five-star rating, a short, short review, glowing, of course, would be preferable. I would really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, Tracy Tudor. Tracy is a big shot realtor here in Los Angeles and one of the stars of the ensemble cast of Million Dollar Listing, Los Angeles. It airs on Bravo every Thursday night at 9 p.m. I've been a huge fan of Million Dollar Listing for many, many years. So I was thrilled last season when they finally brought on a female realtor and she joined the all-male cast. Clearly, Tracy wasn't just cast because she's gorgeous and has great style. She's a top seller. She has great relationships and she knows how to stay above the front and be a mature adult when her male co-stars are acting like total children. I had a great time talking to her about all of it, her career, the end of her marriage, some of the more emotional scenes that we've seen so far in the last two seasons, and of course, where she gets all those fabulous clothes. Hey, Tracy, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming here to my house. Well, it's it's really rough. It's, it's a little <laughs> hovel. I, I need to be honest and tell the listeners that she lives in a little shack and, you know. So she, much for million dollar listings. Exactly. She has to put up the appearance of a <laughs> successful realtor, but really we're just in like a little garage. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you can see it. I looked it up today on bravo.com. Oh, it is on bravo.com. We did a tour, I remember. Yeah, and it lives up. It's actually... It's never like quite the same until you actually see it in person. Like it looks great on the tour and then you walk in and you're like, okay, those are like 60 feet ceilings, <laughs> right? Well, close, not quite 60 feet, but we're, we're, we're pretty good. We're really tall. And we're, are we in Brentwood? Yes. Okay. I figured. And I know like when you first started on the show, that was your thing. It was yes. like your specialty. I love the West side. I live on the West side. My kids are all here, you know. It's, are, you, are you from here? Um. I actually grew up in Hidden Hills oh, out in the valley. Okay. So With I'm a valley girl. Yeah. You can take me out of the valley, but you can't take the valley out of me. Right. <laughs> well, I love the valley. <laughs> um, yeah. And Hidden Hills is gorgeous. Oh, it's a great place to grow up. I mean, I had horses growing up in the backyard. It was, it's a little fancier now, but um, really I was fancy. there in like, you know, 1981. So still like very much a horse community. We used to ride our horses to school and stuff. It was wild. So it's, that's right next to Calabasas, right? Yeah. 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 I'm still getting to know. I'm an East Coaster, so I'm still getting to know all the geography. Oh, yeah. We're on the yeah, East Coast. from New York. Oh, yeah. I love a good New Yorker. Yeah. Well, you know, in fact, that brings up the first season when you were going to New York to sort of break, you know, get. Remember the storyline? with where Oh, when you, I went to go see Howard to yeah. talk to him about new development. And I saw Fred. And exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a little crossover action, which I love. Yeah, it was a good time. We Are had you a good still time doing stuff in New York? Um, I'm actually going to be in New York at the end of the month um, for some press stuff. But um, no, I'm not really doing too much in New York. I'm, you know, I, I go there occasionally to meet with different brokers and network and things of that nature. But, you know, my business is primarily here. And now, you know, we're expanding into different territory and different countries, believe it or not. Yeah. I've seen, I, I stalked your Instagram and I saw some Dubai. Yeah. That's, I'm like chilling in the UAE. Yeah. Well, there's money there. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Good place to, good place to expand to. Yeah. So I have so many questions. All right. So you're from LA cause yeah, for some reason I couldn't find out like the background, but I, did you, so you graduated from USC. Yeah, I graduated. I, I obviously I grew up in the Valley and um, I attended USC for undergrad. 
And then I've sort of lived all over the place since I graduated. And I guess that was 97. Okay. So I lived in Brentwood and then I moved to the Hollywood Hills and had my bachelorette pad, which actually, um, you know what? That didn't make the season last year, but oh, I you mean sold, you had it for that long. Well, no, I sold it to a friend of mine and then they were flipping it and she was on the show with me. Her name was Kamala. And I ended up finding her a house on the show, but we were going to air it, uh, selling her house as well. And the person who bought it didn't want it on the show. So unfortunately we had to cut it, but it was such a bitch and bachelorette pad. That would have been fun. Heart shaped pool. Oh, that's really fun. I mean, yeah. So I saw you were acting for a little bit. Was that the goal at the beginning? Was to do the acting? I went to SC and studied theater. I was a dancer. I also was in a singing group, which is amazing (gasps) considering my man voice that you're hearing today. (laughs) She's been sick. um, I was probably the rapper of the group, but yeah, I was always (laughs) into performing and studied theater at USC and did that for a little bit after college. And then I was like, you know, I really want to make money. Right. Money's good. Money's good. <laughs> the whole struggling actor thing wasn't really working for me. Gets old. Yeah. Did you always like real estate? Um, you know, it, I grew up in a family sort of surrounded by real estate construction. Um, obviously my father is, is a, a pretty gigantic, uh, public works contractor. Um, so I was always around it. Uh, my sister is an interior designer. My my sister-in-law was an interior designer. My ex-husband is a contractor residential in L.A. So, yeah, it's I guess you could say it's a little <laughs> bit in there. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. Thank God I'm the only realtor. Oh, in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, not in L.A., honey. <laughs> I don't need to compete with that. Yeah. So I'm so curious how you got on the show. So I think I told you in our email, I reached out to you just kind of cold in an email. I've just been a fan. I love the show. I've been a fan of yours. And I interviewed James Harris. I want to say last season, probably. And we talked about you a little bit because I was like, what's up with Tracy being the first and only woman? Like, where are the women? I know there's tons of female realtors. And he said really nice things about you and also said, yeah, we need more women. So finally, they decide to get a woman on the show. What was that process like? Did you reach out to them? They reached no, out to you? No, you know, it was it was actually I was on season nine showing a property of Josh Altman's. Okay. And Josh and I have really good banter. And, and were you with the Doug, Douglas Elliman back I then I was with too? Douglas Elliman and I was showing one of his properties in the Hollywood Hills and he asked me to, um, if I was comfortable letting them film it. And I said, sure. So they filmed us um, doing a showing and obviously it was funny because I'd like to just give them a hard time most of the time. So then they asked us if they wouldn't mind continuing the process. Our client was interested in the house. So um, they wanted to potentially write an offer. So then they shot a scene of us doing that. And then, you know, we shot a few scenes for this particular right. episode. And so you didn't know you were being incubated. Apparently. <laughs> and like a little science I just knew experiment. they called back a couple times and they're like, would you mind? Like it was really, in, you know, obviously my client liked the house. So that's why... Um, you know, we kept moving forward with it. And after the show aired, they reached out to me and said, would you potentially be interested in in talking about it? And uh, I said, yeah. Had you been a fan? Had you watched it before? I'd seen the show, of course. I mean, it's my business and I understand it. And, um, you know, I I wasn't like a, you know. Rabid, like a oh rabid God. viewer, yeah. but um, I did enjoy the show. And so when I had the opportunity, I took it. So what was that process like? Did they have to do sort of a lot they of did, shooting well, with you? No, you know, I obviously I had already shot with right. them, um, you know, so it sort of happened very organically. And then, um, you know, they put me on tape um, once 
after that and sent it to whoever the powers that be. And they called me and said, we'd really love for you to join the cast this season. And so, you know, I, 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 I sort of said to myself during the process, like, I'm just going to put it all out there and then I'll decide later if I really want to hundred percent go for it. You know, well, that's what I was wondering because I always find it amazing when seemingly normal people end up on these shows and you seem like a normal person. Yeah. I so, mean, eh. <laughs> ish. <laughs> ish. Everyone's a little cuckoo, yeah. um, myself included, but, but in terms of sort of, you know, MDLA is a little different than like a housewife show, right? Sure. So, you're not sort of filmed in your personal life 24 seven. Yeah. But they still did show first season, a lot of you and your husband, a little bit of your kids. Like what Ugh. was that conversation like um, before you sort of yeah, signed up? My ex-husband was ex. not a hundred percent excited about me doing a reality show. I think his concern was obviously that it could potentially be derogative and, you know, harmful to our reputation personally, professionally, and more than anything, take more time out of an already busy schedule. So he wasn't that excited about it, but I knew, and you know, I've been selling real estate for a very long time and I saw what it had done for the guys that are on the show in their careers. And I was like, you know, this is horseshit. Right. Like if you, I mean, if you do the, the pros and the cons, you know, if you weigh them out. As long as I've been doing this and as, and as well as I know my craft, you know, um, I'm not having, um, similar success. I mean, I'm was successful in my own right, but these guys really shot out of a cannon and I, I congratulate them on all of their success. But from my perspective, I was like, you know, this is my opportunity after many, many, 15 years of selling real estate, my opportunity to really take it to the next level and see if it produces for me as a female, what it did for those guys. Well, the obvious next question is, has it? Well, you know, we're in my second right, season, right. right? So obviously I get a lot of leads and, and I have a really great following of, you know, killer females and, and males alike sort of all over the country and even outside of the country. Um, I think people are beginning to kind of understand me and know me a little bit better. And I think that um, connection is important when you're doing TV, but um, yeah, the business is, <laughs> is doing well. And I've had to take on a partner because of it, because it can only be in so many places at once. Yeah. But that's been great for me. Who's the gorgeous woman that's always with you? Is that your assistant or Erica. another realtor? Oh my God. Is she she's, a model? What's going like on? She's like annoyingly the gorgeous. The two of you are I'm like, like, can you just like age models. already? It's ir- <laughs> Fuck. I, no, every time I see her, I'm like, she's just, dropped dead gorgeous oh and her personality God. is as great Seems as, lovely. as she's just fantastic. Um, she used to work for Joyce Ray, who is a big, big agent. Um, celebrated in LA and she came to work for me as my assistant a few years ago and just this year has transitioned out of assistant role into an agent on the team so I'm I'm really excited for her she's she's a great girl but yeah she used to be she used to be um she used to do hosting and some like online stuff so she's comfortable on camera so it was it was made it easier for us to kind of transition into saying hey guys guess what I'm gonna do a tv show but so are you. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, honestly, from from the beginning of, of your first season, last season, you did seem super comfortable because I do think like, again, watching a lot of this stuff, you can always tell a first season of anybody Awkward. sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's always that sort of like finding Luckily, your way, yeah. overdoing it to try to make a splash. And you just sort of like came off as very credible and kind of like. Oh, I'm dreading about to say this, but like one of the guys. And what I mean by that is just like not you didn't have to be like the lady. You just kind of fit in. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a weird position a little bit, right? Listen, to be uh, the, the female, it could have been a total disaster, right? I mean, <laughs> could have been. 
it, it, you know, it's, it's a chance that I was willing to take because a, I knew my craft and, and I'm comfortable and I knew that I could hold, a, you know, stand next to any one of those guys and, and be credible. That was never the question. It was really just, you know, am I going to put myself out there in it in totality and be completely authentic, you know, good, bad, and ugly. And, you know, I decided that that was the only way I was going to do it because, that would be that would be the only way I could stand looking at myself on television without completely cringing, right? Yeah, like, that's a you, good point. Like the whole faking of it all is is just I think it's tough to watch. I mean, and it's personally. also probably harder to do than to be authentic, isn't it? It, it really is. <laughs> I mean, for it, me, I don't know. For you know, some people, and maybe. you know, there, there's things that come along with that. You know, not everybody is gonna like who you are and and what you stand for, and some people are gonna have opinions. But at the end of the day, like that's the only way to do it. Did that part surprise you? Like, did you have, do you have people that come after you online? Um, I mean, definitely after the first season, it was really rough for me. I was going through a really tough time in my marriage. And yeah. um, I think, you know, I was judged a lot for being a workaholic, which is well, funny. I, I mean, I have to say, sorry, I just yeah. have to interject there. I do think it, uh, that I did have a little bit of an issue with the way yeah. you were, it was edited. And yeah. again, I, I, you know, as somebody who knows, it's like people get a bad edit. It's not about a bad edit or a good edit. Yeah. It, they went with that storyline a bit. Oh, they totally yeah, went with which that storyline. Is really unfair, and, yeah. and it kind of disappointed me. Just well, being honest. I mean, to to interject, you know, please. I, when I came back to do this last season, um, I sat down with with World of Wonder, and I said, "Look, I'm in a very personal place in my life right now, and going through some really difficult shit. I would appreciate it if you would, you know, be be." Um, sensitive to that. Okay. Number one. And then, um, you know, when I look back and there's one particular area that, that really, uh, was tough for me. And that was a scene that I did with I, my husband for the, f it was the first time I he was ever exactly on camera and we were having lunch. Yeah. And then the third grade, second grade thing. Yeah. And, um, they were, I mean, he was wrong. Do you want to just say what it is for people who don't? Okay. So seen we, it? we shot this, uh, scene and I think he was nervous and, you know, I was nervous. Um, and we were, we were talking and, you know, we started talking about the kids and, um, I said something to the effect, we were talking about Juliet, who is our older daughter, who's now 13 and, and Scarlett, our younger daughter, who's now 10 and in the fourth grade. But Damn at it. the time she was in second grade and I said, you know, I think they're really doing really well. And Scarlett, you know, I mean, he's like, oh, you know, she's a handful or something to that effect. And I said, well, she, she's in second grade, get her, give her a break. And he said, well, no, she's not. She's in third. And I said, no, she's not. She's in second. But you know, when someone sort of is looking at you and they're so convincing and yes. you're like a little bit like, God, am I nuts? Like, am I having a moment? And I'm just like spacing on the fact that I know my daughter's in second in the moment being on camera. I, I second guessed myself. Yeah. You could tell you were flustered and I was a little it, flustered and, and, he was, and humiliated. Yes, exactly. It, and, was, it came and it across felt like shit. Totally. And after the scene was over, my producer said to me, why didn't you stand up for yourself? You know, your daughters, you're right. <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I think just in the moment, you know, I did for a second and then I cowered because he was so confident in his answer that it just threw me. And I, I said to them later, I said, do me a favor. Like, you know, in interview, I want to clarify this and don't worry. I mean, I was upset. Yeah. And they were like, don't worry about it. We, and then we talked about it in the interview and I was like, actually, you know, my, my husband was wrong. I was right. I know what grade my daughter's in and you know, that's that. Um, but 
it was edited and they only showed the scene of the actual lunch. And then they waited an entire episode to have me come back in an interview and mention it. So by the time that week passed, I had been villainized and bullied on Instagram, Twitter, and you know, any other Facebook bullshit social media outlet you could. And I was virgin to this whole process. Yeah, and that's so hitting I, you where it hurts too. It really hurt and it hit me hard. And I was like, you know, this is, that was probably the toughest moment I think in the last two years. I can understand. And I'll tell you something, and I'm sure you know about this too. I remember reading on the blogs and stuff that people, and maybe this didn't come out until it was announced that you guys were splitting up, but that people either later or at the time thought he was gaslighting you and that he was purposely fucking with you. Yeah. So it was kind of a confusing yeah. thing as a viewer. Like, is he, is he just messing well, with her to you know, test her? The people that I think embraced me on the show and the fans that really embraced me in that first season, which is always interesting. I may be getting to know a new member in the first season. Um, the ones that embraced me saw all the little delicate moments that, you know, kind of get maybe brushed over when you're not watching too closely. And so they kind of could figure out that there was something about him that was, you know, kind of poking a little bit. And so, um, I felt at least, you know, it was like that 50, 50 where I mm -hmm. felt at least some people sort of understood. And I'm not going to talk out about that. Certainly not in this season, but I did had a few Twitter battles. I'm not going to lie where, you know, you, <laughs> you can, can only, you it, can yeah. attack so many times before I want to be like Chrissy Teigen and be like, you know what? Yeah. Suck it. Right. Well, it's like you got to stand up for yourself and yeah. you also don't want to engage the trolls. It's a really, I can imagine a super tough balance. It's funny though. You engage the trolls every once in a while and then they're like, oh, I didn't really know you yeah. were listening. <laughs> Hi. I love you, you know? actually. <laughs> you're like, you have a really great sense of style. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, really asshole? Yeah, <laughs> you do. We're going to get to that in a little bit because I'm like, I, I wrote down in my notes, <laughs> style all in caps. Oh. And then a question mark, like I need to know specifics. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. I wanted to ask one other thing. So obviously, like, I guess, I don't know what the timeline was in real time, but after the season aired, it came out in the press that you guys were splitting up. Yeah. So were you nervous going into this season, how that was going to be dealt with? Because it's kind of been swept under the rug. And of course, it's like, you know, someone who loves to watch the show, I want to know more details. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on with it? Right. I, you know... I was, I was a little nervous. You have to understand, I was actually going through it very privately. Um, during the During show. the, you know, se sorry, episode season, season 10, um, during while I, was, while I was filming my first season. So right, no it. one knew about it, not okay. production. I mean, the only people that knew about it was my family. I mean, right. me and my husband. Right. But you had to act married and together for the- Well, we were. So, okay. and, and we were just, you we, were just we were going, just going through going, We were Got trying it. to figure out what, what, what we were going to do okay, essentially. So when I Ugh. decided to file, um, it was over the holidays and, um, you know, when I came back and they wanted to pick up the show for another season, I sat down with them and I said, look, this, you know, this can't, this part, that piece of the puzzle painting me like a workaholic who, you know, which of course then leading into the divorce, seemingly looks like, you know, God, you know, and every once in a while, it's like, you know, that handsome Jason, thank God he got away from her. And it's like, you know, everybody's going to have an opinion. I can, I get it, but no one really knew, knows what's going on. And when Never. We, were, we were together for 17 years, that's oh, really? nothing to balk at, you know, I mean, that's, we a, shared, that's a long time. That's a long Especially time. LA time. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> time. And, and we shared a lot of really, really great times together. It was just time for us to part, um, 
and, and be able to live our lives with our kids still being, you know, young enough to where we can be friends and co-parent them. And, and that's going and, well. Yeah. I mean, he lives down the street. Oh, great. So, you know, it's going well. I mean, it's a transition for of everybody. Course. It's not easy. No. Um, but it's, it's, I'm actually grateful for the show this season because it's kept me, um, you know, sort of checked in about it. I, I've talked about, I talk about it on the show a little bit. I start dating. Yeah, I've heard you've, I can tell we're getting close to seeing a date or something. Yeah. Because that's being mentioned. <laughs> so, um, I, did you guys meet in the construct? Like, was there a, Oh, no. I met Jason when I was like 24. Oh, wow. Okay. And he was a model. Okay. And I was like, you're hot. He, but he I, I had a boyfriend at the time. Anyway, yeah. we ended up becoming friends and, um, you know, started dating and it was pretty fast and furious. We lived together after, I think, I don't know, six months or so. Wow. And then we got married three years later. Okay. Well, moving on from that, thank you for being open about it though. I really, it means it's appreciated. Um, So in turn, I want to get into the guys on the show. I want to know what you really think about (laughs) all of them. So all men and you definitely do seem to have like a cute friendship and a good rapport. Mm -hmm. And he's a piece of work. I mean, they're all pieces of work. Yeah. I mean, Uh, listen, all of our personalities are highlighted in a very special way, but, (laughs) and now you're doing the iPhone video thing, right? which is cool. It's fun. I actually like it. It's a little more authentic. You know, I like the direction our producer, our executive producer, Chaz Morgan was like, you know, I just want to take it a little bit grittier this season. I don't want every episode to start with, you know, this, it's always success because you know what? Half the time it's not. Yeah. Half the time we don't sell the house and yep. it sucks. And, and really, I think this is the best season the show has ever had just because I think it really, for the people that watch the show, particularly the real estate agents, they know that nine times out of 10, you know, there's got to be something that's, that's not happening or not closing. And, yeah. and you know, we, we can't just always paint the picture that it's one to- way. Totally. I thought about that last night, um, Thursday night episode, which I watched last night. Well, with, you have- um, you- that Thursday night episode, you have no idea how many of oh, these that we filmed. James told me, yeah. I that mean, don't get aired because uh, they don't close. So everybody's like, well, this is fake. Right. It's not fake at all. Right. You're just picking the good ones. We just have to, We generally speaking, right. you would pick the ones that would close. And now right. this season, we're picking ones that are just interesting and cool. Exactly. And well, some was, of them don't close. Exactly. And I was not thinking. during filming. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I was thinking with the Arden house with James and um, David. Yeah. You know. God, you work that hard to get a rental. And then you got to lease it. And then you got to lease it. Like they're going to get shit. I mean, it'll be bigger than most leases, but you don't want to lease. You do all that money you lay out for that party. That crazy party. I loved your reaction to that oh. party. You're like, I can't deal with these oh, idiots. Oh, you have no idea. You should have seen like the <laughs> Was raw. it worse than it was? Oh, way worse. I was shocked that Flag oh. went there. Oh my God. It was so bad. Were you outside when it was all going on I with all I tore my mic off and walked off the set. Like we didn't end up airing any of that. We don't know what they're going to choose, but I think that it was, it was out of, out of control. Wow. So I mean, in a is, good way. So we're okay. So the, it's all around this Daniel star, but guy. we didn't know we were standing outside. <laughs> Josh, had no idea what was going on. Josh and Matt and I looked genuinely like yeah. did not hear. Right what had, what was going on inside. And there was like cameras following. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I thought they were talking about the house. Right. So I was like, boring details about the house. Right, like right. no one cares. I'm <laughs> right. just going to have my rosé. Right. But then all of a sudden, you know, James, who, who bless his heart, um, was like, oh, no fights in, in the house and we're going to be really mature is the one that obviously came out guns a blazing after flag made that speech. And, um, 
Which you is know, kind of funny because he was so pissed at Flag for doing it, and yet he escalated it. He could. But by the said, way, if Flag had just done the speech, and, and nobody really would have known, James didn't take it to the next level. Exactly. It's like they can't help themselves. No. It's like it's like the, those boys all together in the same room is like a bunch of ego-driven children. But is it because it's their job to do that, or is it they do it without the cameras? That's what makes me curious. Um, no, I mean, I think on some level, there that's that's part of. The, that's part of the the personality, you yeah. know. You, He's uh, got the bigger. Listen, I, I have a big, big personality, but I, I'm not having those fights, right. and and I don't have those fights. Right. But they have like ge- they have genuine beef. It's no joke. Yeah, yeah. They no, do not clearly, like each other. Clearly. So, where? So with okay, this whole Daniel Star thing. Who who are we believing now? Do you do you know who's like? Do you know the real deal? I mean, at the, I, I believe they both thought they were right. Like, I believed both of them. I do. I, I, I believe I believe both of them. You know, I, I have to defend um, both parties for different reasons. Like when you got a, an addendum to a contract that's been signed sitting in front of you, there's not a whole lot that you can say to defend the fact that you potentially took a few people's names and listed them as people. But you also have right. to remember from from. Josh's perspective, and this is not from Josh's mouth. This is my own. This is yes. From Altman's perspective, this is my voice, not Josh's. Okay. He's probably going, well, we shot this for the show last season. If I'm not going to get the listing back, I don't want you bringing it back as your listing on the show next season. Right. It's kind so, of brilliant. So is he and fucking brilliant right, or right, is he exactly. an ass? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's definitely not usual, the usual way you would go but about I, but it. But you know but what's interesting? Exactly like what I said, doing. I wasn't really a part of the whole thing. Yeah. I didn't really know what was going on. But yeah. then no one ever talked about that piece of the puzzle. And obviously we're shooting a TV show. So there's an element of, well, don't talk about the fact that we're shooting a TV show. But right. that's probably my guess as to why he would want to do that. Yes. To protect his... Um, so he doesn't look like an idiot. Reputation as right. a broker on a TV show that didn't lose a listing to another broker. But that's kind of, I guess, on the other side of things, that's sort of real estate. You know, we lose listings right. to other brokers. Yeah, exactly. That's part of it's it. Just, it'd be real bad if he lost the listing to Vlag. So oh I think he kind of. Yeah, he's protecting himself. Yeah. So what do you what do you love most about Altman? What, do you, what drives you crazy about him? <laughs> or is it just all drives He's you crazy? He's such a fucking cheese ball. I mean, so, did you see the hat he was wearing? I can't. <laughs> I mean, I literally went talked out loud to I myself. Love like, I what love I said, him to death. But I don't know where he gets those damn vests. He has the worst style. Like, I mean, as good as your style is, his is as bad. You know what? He, when he dresses like cute and edgy, just like with a his, like a little black t-shirt right. and all that That's stuff. Fun, but when he but gets all snazzed out, I mean, I'm I just like, why can't his wife help him with that? She, I, she just gives up. She's yeah, got enough fish to fry. She's got he's got it well and you know and but he is pretty self-deprecating from time to time and he He the the one I think the saving grace with Altman is that you know of course he's got this sort of big persona and personality that is over the top and the car fancy cars and the whole bit but like he's a really good dad and a great husband and like they're just they're 
they, he comes from a good family. So like at the heart of things, totally. and, and, and you know, you don't see this on his Instagram, you know, every once in a while he'll do something cute with Heather, but like at the heart of things, he's just a, he is a good guy. When they showed his in parents, business, he's just a little yeah. bit of a, you yeah. know, he's a shark. He's a shark. When they showed the parents like an Aspen or wherever they were in the family yeah. and the dad's like a sex psychologist, which is like the last thing you think his father would be. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like this. It's like, like TMI. Yeah, I don't I, know. Right. But I was like, oh, I can like relate to this kind of family. They're like the Jewish family. They're the I most with, lovely you know? people. Yeah. I've only met them a few times, but they are the nicest people. And Matt seems nice. Nicer than Josh. Well, Matt is He's maybe brilliant. the funniest human being. <laughs> is he? I, he's stalks me in the office and gives me a hard time every time I'm in there but I, no one makes me laugh harder when he walks into that house but, when there's nothing in it but by the way I'm like why is he not on the show more I he's know. hysterical but I think he kind of chokes up on you know okay okay on, uh, Josh definitely doesn't so what about <laughs> flag did you know him before the show um new ish yeah we never really done a deal together okay. but um we've obviously gotten to know each other because of the show and he's the killer he makes me laugh I I actually as a viewer myself, love watching him on the show. Oh my God. This past he week kills, with that video, he, that I died. Did, he kills me. Like, and you know who's like even funnier? Bobby. <laughs> no, no, no. Directing? Bobby. No, no, no. Off, off like camera. There's no one funny. He's a riot. Yeah. He's like, very dry. He's like, dry. Yeah. His sense of humor is yeah. on point. Like he's a hoot. That yeah. whole, the, the whole Hillary, Josh and Bobby oh threesome makes this me laugh. This was a killer week for them. Like yeah. that video made me laugh so hard. I was crying. <laughs> yeah. Us watching the video again. Sometimes they edit certain things out, but I, I know mean, you guys were howling. We were Howling. So have you done deals with flag on the show yet? I can't remember. Um, no, we've shown each other's properties, but okay. we've never been um, on the other side of the table from one another. So he and James are really tight. They're pretty tight. Does that surprise you? Um, no, I guess not really. I mean, I think they have an adorable little friendship. Yeah. It's just, I guess it's surprising because sort of the way the conceit of the show is just like that everybody's going at each other and like, They've seemed to develop like a true, a very funny bond. Like they're very real, different people, exactly, and you never um, expect them to be friends. But they're very cute together. I think they have a nice. I think that James has a really, you know, as crazy as Josh is, uh, flag. Yeah, um, <laughs> as crazy as flag is, uh, you know, there's an adoration there, and then I think vice versa. It's you cute. know, they have a. They're both a little neurotic and crazy in their own right. Very different, but. Yeah. I think they appreciate that in each other. And it's very cute. They should all, they should both, they should be dating. I don't know. I know it's confusing. <laughs> and then like James goes home to his wife. His relationship with David though is the cute. Like they, I love so, when they fight. The, it's my, my favorite I thing. love David. I feel like he's underrated on the show. Like this week when he was like, I should have paid attention in Hebrew school when the Israelis are talking, I was dying. He's pretty funny. Right. And he actually, they are really cute together too. They're intense. Um, James is like off the walls. He needs he needs some Xanax. Give that boy Xanax. Yeah. He probably is on it. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> called me like five like five minutes before our interview, and he's like, "Well, James, David isn't coming." I was like, "Oh, I was supposed to interview both of them." I'm like, "Okay, pivot." And then he's like, "And uh, I have like 15 minutes." I'm like, "Okay, well, I can't do it in 15 minutes." Like I said, like I'll <laughs> he do talks it in really fast. Oh my he could god, probably he, nail it. We did a half hour. He's like a half hour, and I had him out exactly in a half hour, and we covered everything. I have no idea how. <laughs> Because he talks really he fast. Talks really, like, keep he, it moving. Yeah. And he's super articulate. Like he, yes. he's just like got it he in. Is. I was shocked. I was like, oh my no, God. I, you know, it's funny. I mean, they all fight and are bananas and yeah. crazy. Um, but I get along with the, all of them. Did Was separately. Madison on last season? What did they? Madison. Was he on with you? 
Yes. So we oh, were, yeah, the war. that was tough. <laughs> yes. I actually love Madison and I think that he got a, a little bit of a bad rap, but he was kind of a dick in oh. the, in the season finale. And he had, yes. you know, I think he, you know, maybe drank a little bit too much. And, you know, despite the fact that, you know, I'm not with my husband anymore. I mean, he said some rude things to my husband. Did he? On the show? I don't Yeah, it was just a one-off. It was just a one-off, you know, commentary and just kind of really being difficult. And of course, once again, I'm so busy just enjoying myself (laughs) that I didn't realize what had happened. And then I talked to him, you know, after. And in interviews, they had told me what was said. And I got pissed. Yeah. And, you know, he called me out, you know, during the show and because he saw the finale and didn't like how he was portrayed and, you know, sent me some big text about it. And I said, whoa, 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 have you even watched it yet? Before you, I'm sure people have called you, but before you start texting me anything, maybe watch the show first and then give me a call. Ooh, I love it. And then we ended up having a conversation about it. And I said, look, you were out of line. And, you know, and, and I think that respectfully he understood and I think that's why he think he just maybe was a little bit done with it. He needs to get his jaw wired shut again. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> that oh, was, God. That was a great season. Oh, though. man. Yeah. That was crazy. I just remember that when I had James on, I wish I had the exact quote because it was pretty epic. He basically went off on Altman and said, I said, I asked him something. And he goes, he's basically stupid and a bad person. Like Who he, said that? Uh James Harris said it about Altman. Like he truly has no respect for him. Well, at the end of the day, that's not fair of James to say because he doesn't really know him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what he thinks of him. Yeah. Maybe in business he is a dick, you know, but, (laughs) you know, is he the most successful Altman? Because that's what he boasts, right? That he's on the show. Yeah. Like Mm, that he, I think it's a toss up. Okay. It's a year to year. Right. It's sales, you know, right. everybody fluctuates, but I think that James and David are doing really well. I think flag does really well. I think that I'm, you know, kind of trotting right behind them. Yeah. But perfectly content with that. You had a really beautiful episode, um, the beginning of the season with, um, one of your clients, Rose McGowan, who had to sell all her stuff because of all yeah. of this legal shit with Harvey Weinstein. And it was really moving to see you, you know, have obviously what's a genuine friendship with Rose and get really emotional about it. Yeah. It was, um, the first day of shooting. Was it? Yeah. And it was pouring rain and, um, you know, they decided to pull me aside for a OTF interview. (laughs) And I was like, what's an OTF? And they're like, on the fly. I'm like, okay, got it. I'm in this whole reality thing now. I get it. Totally. Um, so, but we did that and I really genuinely like that the FaceTime, all of that was not, Yeah, it's all 100% not produced because that's, I think what is the best, like that's where the really good stuff is anyway. So, and the story didn't need to be produced. It was enough of a storyline um, and what she was going through was horrific. And um, it's one of those moments where as a female, as um even just a real estate agent in my entire career, it's a moment that I'm incredibly proud of, but also I will never forget it for reasons that I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, what she, the reason she had to sell, the reason I'm, you know, selling her shoes and handbags and purses and dresses to, to defend herself 
against a fucking monster. It's disgusting. On a lighter note, what was awesome was you in negotiation mode. Like you just got down and dirty. Oh, listen, you know, I I love an estate sale. (laughs) That was the best. (laughs) You just like did not even hesitate for like over 15 bucks. You're like 12. (laughs) <laughs> All right, we got a deal. Like it was, you were just it in the crazy. zone. It yeah. got crazy. It looked and, crazy. And after I was getting on a plane after that, so I was like hustling. I was like, listen, we got to move this stuff. I've got to get, I, we got, we sold her Porsche. I mean, we sold, wow. we sold everything. Did we see that? We didn't see the car. No, I I, so, yeah. you didn't see the car, but we sold everything. So where does she live now? Well, she sort of floats around. She's okay. in Europe, I think got it. right now, but she's, I mean, she's a free spirit. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if she's going to land anywhere permanently anytime soon. That doesn't surprise me. All right. We have to talk about your style. So you have amazing style, even like Thanks. you're in sweatpants now and you still look stylish. These are Zara. Okay. So Zara, <laughs> is that a big part of your wardrobe? I'm telling you like, you cannot go into Zara ever. It's too intimidating. It's like one of the, it gives everybody anxiety. It's like walking into a gigantic supermarket and not knowing where to go. Yeah, that's why I can't do it. You just do it online. And I I have a friend, Lauren, who's a stylist and helped me a lot first, first season, just because I didn't have the time to kind of like, you know, get out there and like pick up a couple of new pieces. And so she really, she'd ship me boxes of like Zara t-shirts and, and like some of my greatest pairs of slacks from Zara. Yeah. And, and you have amazing like coats and I love a good coat. Yeah. And you wear it like Kardashian style where you don't really put it on. I uh, <laughs> also Zara, like they have really, really great biker jackets. Um, I do mix a good high low. Like, yeah. I was going to ask what's things... your highest? Like what do you spend your, a lot of money on? Oh, um, shoes, <laughs> I, shoes and handbags and knits, I think. And love, I love, love leather. What's your favorite shoe line right now? Um, I love Gianvenito Rossi. I also, I mean, <laughs> I primarily because it's just, they're classic, but they, they're really comfortable. Is that like, a, has that been around for a while? I'm mm, so clueless. Yeah, it's Sergio. <laughs> I think it's Sergio Rossi's, he's Sergio Rossi's niece, okay. or excuse me, nephew. Hello. <laughs> um, really comfortable shoes, but really sexy. The best pump, like for a woman that's working is a suede Manolo. Like every, they have every color and they're so comfortable. You can walk in them all day long. Well, so I can't wear a pump. I have messed up feet, but, yeah. but I noticed that you're a little woman, but you look so tall in the show because you, you're one of those women. Just, all people look like tall, right? It's you just know, the you way think TV so is. Much bigger. Yeah. You're very petite, but you can wear, I can tell you're very comfortable walking. I heard for women who can wear really high heels, like you can, Jimmy Choo is the most comfortable. Is that true? I like Jimmy Choo. Um, it depends on the heel. I also like Tamara Mellon. Mm. Um, and I like like her business model. Yes. I think what she's doing, she's like, so like, cool. there's no brick and mortar. And, you know, I she's, tried to do a show she's giving, her. she's giving you shoes at a fraction of the price because she's not, she doesn't have a brick and mortar. So interesting. I love her stacked heels. I mean, listen, I'm a total whore when it comes to shoes. So you, I kind of, have a lot of and all, designers that I, but you go shopping though. You don't do everything online. You go to those stores in Beverly Hills or wherever. Sometimes <laughs> for shoes and handbags. I do a lot of shopping online. Yeah. Like I have like my, addiction all my level. like it's an, it's um, yeah. a healthy. What I do is, is I ship it all to me. I tr- and, then and I send like, you know, 50% of it back. Yeah. But you they know? get you though. Like I do that too, like yeah. with Zappos or whatever. And then I end up getting like two pairs when I only want one. Like that's right. what I get But you. I'm trying to buy more classic pieces. Yes. It's like the t-shirts right. and the things totally. like that. The jeans like, and the Buy blazer. the Zara because yeah. you're just going to go through it anyway. And then like, but like a great pencil skirt. Yeah. Like buy like something that's tailored really well because yeah. you're always going to look great in it. And, and, and that's just important. There's yeah. nothing worse than like cheap, bad fabric. 
So the last episode started, you were doing Pilates and I wasn't sure if it was a gym or if it was your gym. It's my gym. Okay. Yeah. So you've got, it looked like a real gym. I mean. So do you have a trainer that comes every day? We, I do. We the girl that was on the show with me, her name is Danica. She okay. has a, she's a Pilates instructor. She trains me three days a week and then I dance at Tracy Anderson. Oh, you do? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And is it like Zumba or is it just like whatever? She's like hardcore dancing. <laughs> she turns it, it's like, I swear to God, it's like 105 in there. Every time you go in, and who are the dance. other celebrities doing it with you? Because you, I when know it's always okay, in there. Exactly. I mean, so I, we're always dying, and I'm I can't breathe, but we get through it somehow. <laughs> right. Just trying to sweat it all out. Oh my god, I love it. And then, what's your dust? See, everyone's going to want to know these questions, so I'm just asking them yeah. for the listeners. And like, how? What do you eat? Do you eat really healthy? Because I remember there was oh no god. carbs that came up in an episode. <laughs> You're like, oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat that. Oh my god. You know, not true. I totally eat, um, but I, I'm like a, I'm sort of a binger, like on sat, like on a Saturday, like I just ate Chinese food. Yeah. Like there was uh, carbs all over the place. Okay. So it just depends. Like I'll try to eat really good or, and cleaner five days out of the week. Yeah. Okay. So last but not least, what are your goals for your business? Where do you see yourself? Like as, assuming you stay on the show, hopefully yeah. for a long time. In terms of your business, you know, off the show, what are you, are you trying to do more international? Are you trying to, I am, I'm really loving new development. I'm, I'm I like, I like different, I like luxury brands. It's <laughs> shocker. <laughs> um, as we're sitting across from the Chanel. Um, oh yeah. Very cool. But artwork. I am big on luxury brands. So right now I'm interested in, there's a property in Mexico, uh, a friend of ours is building, um, and they're doing a Four Seasons and Amon branded residences. So I've worked with the Amon before and I've consulted for them. And I, I want to, um, you know, be an ambassador for this project as well. So that that's um, hopeful. And I also obviously am representing the Royal Atlantis in Dubai. Um, you know, these the architects that have built, that have done that project are incredibly talented. The, the project is going to be world renowned. So wow. to be a part of like, to attach myself to projects like that, it's really where I'd like to take um, my business in terms of new development. And, um, and then of course my single family business is bread and butter. Yeah. And you seem to love it. Like you put up with this. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't, oh, I, I shouldn't put up with a lot of <laughs> shit. Say it was your really good friend this week, but God, she was a pain in the ass. Kathy. Oh my God. Oh my God. By the way, we know looked at like no less than 38 houses and yeah, she comes back. Yeah. You're going to see her in another episode. Yeah, no, it's to be continued. We she's, left this hanging. She's a riot. My daughter, we were having lunch today. We were watching it together last night and she said something and she goes, well, you know, like Tracy's client, she has to feel the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the way. Would she shut the door? You could, I love when they show the cameras. You know, they I may not it. show like the most expensive <laughs> houses on the show. Like a lot of these guys, you know, the helicopters, 40 million, insane, all of that yeah. stuff. And it's all wonderful and God bless them. My stuff is a little more character based. Well, it's also <laughs> funny when my daughter and I, I were also know. talking about this, how we all are so skewed now that like, we're like, oh, Tracy only has a $4 million house. Yeah, why? She sucks. Right. Like, ha <laughs> like literally point, you know, zero, 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 one of the country yeah. is like thinking that's a cheap deal. Yeah. Whereas like the rest of the country is like, are you I kidding know. me? That's insane. I know. It's, well, it was million dollar listing and now it's but $50 million say, listing. Like, you know, we all, there was a big group of people that went to watch the episode on Thursday this week with Kathy <laughs> and, um, you know, it's 
my bits are funny. Like, oh my God, when you go outside stuff, and you go, this is different. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you but, tell you were so pissed. I mean, I was, she caught me off guard. I was like, really? Caught you everyone. Was, you could see the camera people. They were, we were all like, all right. We sat out there. I'm not joking for 30 minutes, like twiddling our thumbs. Oh it was, was the developer inside. That's no, what I was No, he was wondering. with me. Oh my God. That's so Sitting awesome. outside on I a step. She took control of the house and locked you guys control. out. <laughs> God love her. But like to me, like that, you know, at the end of the day, yes, it's real estate and everybody wants to see the real estate porn, but it's also about relationships. And, you know, if you want to just watch houses, then, you know, there's plenty of shows that are that are directed completely towards that. But I think this show is about a little bit more than that. Definitely. Yeah. And it's fun and aspirational and all that. Last question, just a general real estate, L.A. real estate question. What's your favorite sort of up and coming neighborhood that you're psyched about? Up and coming neighborhoods. That's a good deal like now and in a year it'll be. I don't know if anything in L.A. right now is a good deal to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Like you got to get out of L.A. to catch a deal. I think that L.A. is really hot right now. I think that, you know, the market in New York is softened a little bit. And and there's a lot of people that are migrating west and want to be here. And because of that, you know, prices are still high. I mean, I we're selling the addition at an average of over $3,000 a square foot. That's massive for Los Angeles. So there's not really, and granted that's a one-off, but right. um, you know, I think the value is there because we have the weather, we have a great lifestyle in Los Angeles and you know, it's tough to beat. I don't think we're going to see values declining anytime in the near future, but if there is ever an up and coming area, I'd say right now you should be buying in Malibu. Really? And it's not up and Malibu's coming. Malibu's up and coming? Well, you know, with everything that's happened in the right. last year, okay, with the fires. I think that there's, oh, you know, some deals to be had in Malibu. Yeah, that's probably, you're right. But at and the same time. It's unfortunate, time, but right. it's a function of, of you know, that's what, so what we all went through last year. Right, right. Oh my yeah. God. Did you know people who Oh, of course. Sons. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. It was really tough on everybody. It is crazy. So basically the bottom line is if you have a good house in a good neighborhood, you're going to be okay with resale value. Yeah. Just asking for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're closing on a house in 13 days. I'm yes. just curious. Yeah. Okay. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> well, Tracy, thank you so much. Of course. This is so fun. We'll do it again sometime. <laughs> 